Welcome to the Alberta Health Services COVID-19 podcast. In this episode, AHS respiratory therapist Rena Sorensen answers questions about the impact the COVID-19 pandemic is having on Albertans living with chronic respiratory illnesses such as asthma and COPD. Thanks for joining us, Rena. First of all, can you explain what chronic respiratory illness is? So a chronic respiratory illness um, is any disease that of the lungs that you've had for some time. So probably the most common one would be COPD, which stands for chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. It's a disease that you get from years of smoking damage accumulating in the lungs. Um, but there are other chronic lung diseases that work that would apply today. So asthma, cystic fibrosis, pulmonary fibrosis, there's a few. Given the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, what do Albertans with chronic respiratory illnesses need to know in terms of protecting their health and safety? So um, what you need to know is that all of these public health measures that have been coming down truly do work. Uh, they're effective for any um, infectious disease at all. So if you stay home, wash your hands frequently, you really will protect yourself from COVID-19. How has the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic impacted patients with chronic respiratory illnesses? Probably the, mo- the biggest impact that COVID-19 has had on our uh, chronic lung disease patients is p- on, you know, on their mental health. There's a lot of anxiety going around right now. There's a lot, you know, everything's changing and it's hard for all of us, even the, uh, you know, the ones that don't have to worry about lung disease. So, you know, if you're worried about something and you want to talk to your physician, your ability to even go into the clinic and have an appointment with your doctor has changed. It's not that you can't talk to your doctor, but that it's, you know, there's a virtual way to talk to them now and everything's changing. So there's a bit of worry and anxiety around that. But I think what's a particular worry for our chronic disease clients is that there are good days and bad days with chronic lung disease. So um, we call them exacerbations, or you can think of it as like a lung attack. So what if I have a lung attack during this pandemic? And that's a little bit, you know, it's a source of of anxiety, I think, for our clients, because the hospitals have changed the way that they do work. But I can assure you that if you need to come to the hospital for your lung disease, we are still there for you. Babies will still be born, we will still respond to motor vehicle accidents, and we will still support our chronic lung disease patients. If you need our help, we are there for you. Are appointments to support chronic respiratory illnesses still ongoing? Well, there's a lot that's being cancelled because of COVID-19. So uh, a regularly scheduled outpatient program like pulmonary rehab or the Breathe Easy program, that is on hold right now, along with a lot of other you know, outpatient clinics, like just general physiotherapy. So there's a lot that we have had to change what we're doing in response to the public health orders that are coming our way. So um, that is different. So we really are in the hospital setting reduced to urgent um, assessments only, or, you know, so we're not doing our regularly scheduled outpatient work. However, there are virtual options. There's always the telephone. You, You still have access to, you know, your family physician, your, your home care nurse, your community respiratory therapist, whoever it is that you, you, you're used to talk, speaking with, you should be able to connect with them. It just might have to be in a different way during this time. Are people with chronic respiratory illnesses at a higher risk of getting sick from COVID-19? And if so, why? Well, you know, we all have about the same risk of contracting the disease. It's a very contagious 
agent. So whether or not, you know, if you're exposed, you'll probably get it. That, that is an even playing field for all of us. But if you have chronic lung disease, and honestly, if you have any chronic disease at all, um, unfortunately, we are seeing a trend where it is a more severe presentation. And the reason for that is that your um, immune system, you can think of it as like a little army that sits in your bloodstream and they attack viruses among with other things, right? So your army, if you have a chronic issue of any kind, a chronic disease of any kind, your immune system already has a certain amount of that army that's busy dealing with that disease, you know, attacking whatever organ the lung, that disease is associated with. So if you're hit with COVID-19, your army already has only, is down to the reserve, so to speak, and that's all that you have to fight it. So it, we are noticing that anyone with a chronic disease of any kind has a more severe presentation of the disease. And if you have lung disease, you know, that centers in the lungs, then yeah, it's, the symptoms can be more severe. Now, what if someone who has a chronic lung disease gets COVID-19? I think it's really important to remember that the vast majority of people that get COVID-19 in general have mild symptoms and recover just fine without requiring a hospitalization at all. And that is possible for someone who has chronic lung disease. Anyone that gets COVID-19 is going to uh, present with a flu-like illness, right? So the sore throat, the fatigue, the high fever, dry cough, you know, shortness of breath, all of that applies. What might be different for a chronic lung client um, is that the cough might not be dry because some, some lung diseases always have a wet cough actually, so it might just mean a change in cough. Um, but one thing that COVID-19 is particularly uh, good at doing is um, impeding the ability of the lungs to get oxygen into the bloodstream. It really gets in the way of that. And the way that'll manifest as a symptom is shortness of breath. So significant shortness of breath and people with chronic lung disease experience shortness of breath from, you know, as a part of it, but COVID-19 it's, it's significant. So, um, and it'll manifest as a, usually as a pneumonia for, for our clients that have lung disease and the way that we would combat that or deal with that is usually a ventilator if it's in the very severe spectrum. So um, a ventilator is something I have a lot of experience with putting on my clients, you know, and it's not something that I really would wish on anyone. Um, it's even if you don't have lung disease, there's lots of reasons you might go on a ventilator, but if you're in the ICU, you're, you're quite ill. Uh, especially if you need a ventilator and as you come out the other side of that even if you don't have lung disease there's a significant amount of recovery that you're gonna have to go through to recover from that episode so those with lung disease it's even more so right it takes a long time to recover from that so um, I would encourage any client who has chronic lung disease to have a very honest conversation with their family physician and their home care nurse you know whoever you would talk to about what's in your care plan and what you really truly want when it comes to being on a ventilator or not. Is there anything patients can do to help better manage their own health? Um, well, you can certainly speaking with your doctor, having a good look at your care plan and making sure that what is in your care plan really aligns with what you your wishes are as far as what you uh, might want to see happen. That's the best thing that you can, you know, one of 
a very important thing for you to do, but probably the most important thing to do is to just really adhere to all of these public health policies. Stay home, wash your hands frequently. If it's possible for you to have someone do any of your errands, any reason to leave the house, if it can be, if, if it's someone else and not you that has to do it, that would be best. Just protect yourself during this time. Now, what if you're on inhalers or something like that? Should you continue using those? Absolutely. <laughs> Please take all of your medications as prescribed throughout this whole pandemic. All of our clients with chronic lung disease. Um, I, I have seen, you know, rumors on social media suggesting that there's one or two puffers that, you know, it, it, none of that is true. And in fact, you might become more ill just with your chronic, underlying chronic lung disease if you discontinue any of your medications. So please take all of your medications. Any advice for family or friends supporting a loved one living with COPD or severe asthma or other respiratory illnesses during the COVID-19 pandemic? I think it's uh, important to help our loved ones adhere to the public health policy. So keeping them at home, you know, doing grocery shopping for them, maybe helping them with some of that anxiety or that loneliness that they might be feeling. It's, it's very difficult to be locked up in our houses like this, can't see our grandkids or our loved ones. So um, yeah, anything you can do to, to socialize with them would probably be helpful and keep them in their home. If a person with chronic respiratory illness is able to work and that work is still required to be done outside of the home, what recommendations do you have? So, you know, I myself actually have chronic lung disease. I have asthma and I'm, you know, might have to go into the hospital and work and, and whatever. So I think that the, the simple technique is to understand that all of these rules that are coming down and they are changed, you know, every day is a new day. There's a new rule that comes down depending on where you might work. But those, these rules are coming out because they work and they will protect you. So if you're um, told to wear a mask in a certain situation or all the time or gloves or, you know, whatever it is, social distancing, you have to sit so far apart, can't take your coffee breaks together, all of those rules together really truly work for you. And as a health professional with, a, with asthma, um, I worked in, you know, uh, in respiratory therapy for years and we would do procedures on clients that we were worried might have a very infectious disease and we would have to get in there and potentially expose ourselves, but we have protocols and processes and personal protective equipment that you just simply wear it, put it on and take it off properly and it will protect you. Last but not least, do you have any additional advice or thoughts? I think that anyone who has chronic lung disease um, and is worried about this pandemic, like I said before, their lung attacks can come and go. You have good days and bad days. I think that you need to reach out to your health professional, your physicians, um, maybe a certified respiratory educator, community respiratory therapist. You can phone the local hospital and ask for the respiratory person or department and get yourself an action plan. So if you're one of of that group of people who you know might have a bad day in the next three months, talk to your health professionals. Get an action plan is designed to help you not only know what to do if a bad day, if a lung attack hits you, that you have the medications on hand that you might need to deal with it, but also how to safely recognize when it's appropriate to go and take those measures. So those two things together, I feel like it, there's a good chance that you could manage a lung attack at home and not have to go to the hospital during this time and that you know that would be the most important thing that I would would like to to offer our clients 
Um, but I, I do have one final thought and that I just want to say as an Albertan, I'm really proud of AHS and Dr. Henshaw and Jason Kenney and all of these things that are um, coming down as, as guidance for us, they really truly are working. So as a respiratory therapist, I feel like we are prepared for this. Um, because they took the measures that they did. So it's, it's not that it's not going to be difficult, but we are going to get through it. Thanks, Rena. You have been listening to the Alberta Health Services COVID-19 podcast. For the latest information on COVID-19, please visit alberta.ca forward slash COVID-19. Thanks for listening.